We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Lakers Exceptionalism Podcast. Tim here. It is Sunday night. The Lakers have just beaten the Portland Trail Blazers 121 to 112. It was a crazy game. It was a lot of fun to call and break down together with the community on the playback app. We just wrapped that up. Um, so if you're sitting at home wondering, like, hey, you know, what the hell happened in that second quarter? How'd the Lakers give up such a lead? And then, you know, what changed in the second half? That was the stuff we were breaking down in the moment, calling out the set plays as they were happening or right before they were about to happen and explaining what was working, what wasn't working, and why the adjustments being made, all that good stuff. So hop in there. We're going to be back Tuesday for the Lakers-Clippers game, and then they play the Spurs the following day on Wednesday. Um, Celtics coming up later in the week. Fun stuff up there ahead, but uh, just quickly want to talk through this game. Won't, Won't take too long, but really strong game from LeBron. Started out super hot, hit two for two of his threes. Um, was hitting some difficult shots, getting whatever he wanted. Uh, really, really good start for him. And then he went ice cold. He missed his next five threes, was missing a bunch of shots, had four turnovers. And the Lakers, as a team, they, they were up 33-26 in the first, but it could have been closer. The defense wasn't looking good. Portland was missing some looks, but uh, the Laker offense looked good. Then in the second quarter, things really fell apart. L.A. turned the ball over a ton. I think they had eight or nine turnovers in that second quarter, and they were directly fueling transition opportunities for Portland. They were giving up offensive rebounds and second-chance opportunities that Portland very much took advantage of. I think they had seven or eight second-chance points in that second quarter. LeBron was ice cold. Russ wasn't shooting well. The bench wasn't giving the Lakers anything, and their play calling completely fell apart. They started the game off running set after set with some LeBron pull-up threes in between, and they were absolutely cooking. And the second they moved away from that and things really slowed down for them, the Lakers started out defensively trying to guard Dame with like a high drop. They wanted to guard it as like a 2v2 action without rotating behind it. But rather than like in a normal drop where you're starting lower behind the level of the screen, that would be giving up Dame pull-up threes. So what the Lakers tried to do was bring the big up, you know, a step below the level of the screen so you can contest the pull-up three and then have him defend and retreat, you know, towards the rim, not trying to contain laterally like you would with a, a soft hedge or what you've call, heard me call a catch hedge. Um, they weren't showing and recovering, weren't trapping, weren't switching. They tried that defense at the start. 
and it was okay. Uh, Dame ended up three for thirteen from three on the game, but um, he they were the, Portland was setting higher and higher ball screens. They ended up running a lot of horns action where they were getting a screener on each side of Damian Lillard with shooters in the corners and really stretch out the defense and then. If you didn't get up to him, you would take a shot. And if you did get up to him and took away that three, he was turning the corner and getting around the Lakers. Hit some shots at the rim, drew a lot of fouls this way. Simons had success with this as well. And Portland was running good stuff in the second quarter, pretty much getting whatever they wanted. Lakers were in shambles. It was not looking good. At halftime, the score was 46-71. to 71. Um you know, some bright spots. Thomas Bryant was three for three from deep at the time. He was hitting a lot of his shots, but it was not looking great for the Lakers. Then in the second half, they made some adjustments. Offensively, they got back to running some sets and they were able to push in transition because they defensively were shutting things down. And it really seemed like the Lakers were playing on a tilted court in that second half. Anytime they got any stop, they were running. And they got a ton of transition opportunities, a lot of really good looks. They were drawing fouls. Both teams were in the bonus about halfway into the third quarter. And the Lakers made good use of that and were getting to the rim pretty well. Um, we saw LeBron pick things back up, become more efficient. Russ was good as a facilitator, was really struggling as a shooter. But Dennis Schroeder was a key piece for the Lakers in this game. Eight assists, six for 13 shooting, 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Two for five from three, including some clutch ones. And he just, Portland could not contain him. This is a, a Portland team that I, I talked about it when I did my scouting report on the Blazers pregame before the, the the game started in that watch party. We talked about what they're good at, what they're bad at, what they're good at defending, bad at defending. And uh, when they threw out their zone in the second quarter, that really confused LA. The Lakers did not attack it well. And that's actually been, Portland's been more effective defensively in their zone than in their man-to-man defense on the season. So I expected to see more of it in the second half. For whatever reason, they went away from it and that helped the Lakers. Um, But Lakers were really, really doing a good job beating Portland at the point of attack. Guys like Dame Lillard and Anthony Simons, not good containing. And, uh, you know, Portland's got some good wings. They've got some okay bigs. Uh, Eubanks had a great game. He's a guy on an expiring minimum contract. He only had six points, but he seemed to be all over the place. He had six blocks, 11 rebounds, four offensive rebounds. He, he was a nice boost for Portland, but uh, it, was, it was a struggle there in the third for Portland. Anytime they got stopped, it seemed like the Lakers were in a run out. And uh, another thing the Lakers did was... They added a lot of pressure on Portland. They really disrupted the flow of their sets. They really disrupted Dame getting downhill. Rather than letting Dame kind of run into a ball screen, and then either your big is sprinting up to get to the level of the screen and then can get blown by with with, uh, Dame going around him and his momentum traveling towards half court, the the defender's uh, momentum traveling towards half court, or you don't get up quickly enough, Dame stops on a dime and pulls a three. To avoid that... And also just to, in general, slow down the Portland offense. The Lakers uh, used some full-court press. They weren't trapping or anything like that. At times, it was a harder press than others. It was man-to-man. But they were doing a really good job taking Portland, you know, and not letting them initiate offense until 12, 13, 14 left on the shot clock. And that was effective in limiting the amount of opportunities Portland could have in, in any given play. 
if you you know run a play and it doesn't really work and you've got eight left on the clock or six left on the clock, you're less likely to get a good look than if you have 14 left on the clock and you can go run another play or get to your next action. So it resulted in more 1v1 ball. The Lakers did a good job rotating. I thought they really stepped it up from a rotational standpoint there in the third and fourth quarters and were able to scramble, recover. They scrammed out of switches. Uh, they did mix in some switching. They mixed in some more catch hedging and soft hedging rather than just drop. And in order to do that effectively, you need to rotate well behind it. And they did. So Lakers switched up coverages. They pushed in transition to get better offense, which led to them having more of a set defense. And they also added that ball pressure. And they you know, had a foul here or there. But it really made it harder for Dame to get to the ball screen with the head of steam. He was constantly harassed. And that made life really challenging for Portland. Another key piece of this game was the fact that Yusuf Nurkic had three fouls early in the second quarter. Jeremy Grant ended up with four fouls, I think, in the third. Um, Simons had four fouls by the third. And, I mean, all three of those guys still played a good bit. Nurkic only 16 minutes, actually. The other two with 35 and 39 minutes. Uh, But that was, I think, a key piece to this game, getting Nurkic... Out of there, removing some rim protection. He's not the you know top of the line big man, but he's he's pretty good at a number of things, and it was helpful for LA to take him out of the rotation and uh, for a pretty you know and not a very deep team already that that was hurtful for Portland. So Lakers were running, they were getting into sets, they were playing good defense and switched up coverages, were adding pressure, really stepped up. And we got to the point there in the fourth where it was like, oh, okay. Russ was in the first couple minutes. Then LeBron checked in. Is Russell Westbrook coming back? And on the stream, we were trying to pick out, you know, who would be the five guys to close the game for the Lakers. We were thinking Schroeder, Bryant, LeBron, Beverly, and then probably Brown or Christie. But we were thinking Brown given who Ham's more comfortable with. That's what the Lakers ended up going with, uh, that starting group, basically. Uh, and it, it paid off. Trey Brown was good in the short roll. They ran him into ball screens with LeBron on, on a number of occasions and got him in the short roll, and he made smart decisions. Thomas Bryant could not be kept off the boards late in the game and got put backs on, I think, two Trey Brown misses in a row. Uh, maybe one from him, one from Schroeder. Schroeder... At one point, ran a ghost screen with, I think Dame was his man, so he ghosted out of the ball screen, caught the ball, drilled the three. Beverly would set screens for LeBron when Dame was on him. So the Lakers did a good job just trying to put Dame Lillard in actions, make him defend, get LeBron posting him up. LeBron scored over him and drew a foul on him in the post in the fourth quarter. So LA was going to things that were working. Portland's better defensively than... You know, some of the individual pieces they have, but there are still very weak pieces. And the Lakers did a really good job exploiting that. Either getting a switch and going after it and beating help if it came, or if they're, Portland's not going to switch, they're not going to run drop with a, with a guard. They're going to show and recover. And then against the showing and recovering with a guy like Brown, you short roll. With a guy like Schroeder, you ghost. And with a guy like Bev, I think you probably short roll. And the Lakers were able to attack through that really, really well. So great game from the starters. Bev had some great defense. He had a bad tech at one point on a free throw by, I think, Dame Lillard 
in the first half. Um, you can jaw at the guy, but there's no need to leave your spot when lined up for the free throw. They're, they're just giving away points there. But afterwards, <laughs> towards the end of the game, he was he was pointing at his own wrist, doing the Dame time thing. He was getting in Dame's head a little bit. But, you know, not much on the stat sheet for Pat Beverly, but played some really good defense. Brown had a really nice game. I know the other podcast that just went in your feed recently was me saying, hey, I'd like to see more Max Christie. I don't want Trey Brown to go away, but I do want to get JTA and Christie some more opportunity to play with LeBron. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If we look at the percentage of each Laker player's minutes playing on the court with at least one of LeBron and AD with them, for Bev, it's 84%. Walker, 84%. Brown, 84%. Reeves, 81%. Schroeder, 73%. Ross, 69%. Bryant, 63%. And then JTA, 53%. None, 50 Gabriel, 47 Christie, 43 If Christie were playing 84% of his minutes with LeBron and AD, and or AD, I think people would probably have a different perception of him than than how he's been set up. Same thing with JTA. So I, I wanted I want to see because I think there's potential there, and I also like JTA in the short role, just like I like Trey Brown. But Brown had a really nice game tonight. Really good work from him. It's tough for him to you know contain a guy like Dame Lillard, but he did a pretty nice job when in those situations. And uh, I want to shout out LA. They had 12 turnovers at halftime. They had 12 turnovers to finish the game. Zero turnovers in the second half. Just an excellent clinic of a second half from the Lakers. Anthony Davis will be back soon. Lonnie Walker should be back sometime soon. Austin Reeves, not sure on the timeline there. But reinforcements are coming. I don't know if the front office is going to make a trade or not. Probably not. But this team has some internal reinforcements on the way. And they've got some guys playing well. And just, you know, shout out to the team for toughing it out. They were they were down like 25 at one point in this game. So they showed resiliency. They fought through it. They made adjustments. They executed. They had good individual performances. Schroeder could not be, you know, Portland could not stay in front of Schroeder at the point of attack. 
Bryant could not be kept off of the offensive boards. LeBron was just surgically picking apart the Portland defense and picking mismatches. And if you refuse the mismatch, he would just take advantage of the numbers advantage. Troy Brown was a key guy in taking advantage of those numbers advantages in the short roll. Bev played some good defense. Um, Gabriel had three fouls and three turnovers in 12 minutes somehow in 0 for 2 on free throws. Wasn't his best performance. JTA barely played four minutes. Russ, we saw the team not put back into the game late. We'll see how he bounces back. He did not have a good shooting game uh, in any regard, but was pretty active as, a, as an assist guy. And uh, let's see who else. Christy gave the Lakers some good minutes. Didn't add any scoring, but played good, really good defense, man. He, I, I got to go post some more clips of him. He was staying in front of Jeremy Grant, walling up. He had a great block on, I forget who it was at the rim. Just highlight plays, staying in front, suppressing actions. And in ways that, like, he wasn't generating turnovers on a lot of these plays, but it was, you know, trying to ISO on a rookie and the rookie stays in front. That's big. That was important. So that's not going to show up in the stat sheet on the box score, but that's the kind of stuff that shows up and gives him the, like, A or A-plus grade or whatever he has in our B-ball index on-ball defense metric. Um, None played 16 minutes. Small, you know, (laughs) somehow he... He was able to fight for a couple boards. Uh, he had six rebounds on the game. Bev also had a, a nice uh, battle late and was able to force uh, Hart to, I think it was Hart, get the ball out of bounds and the Lakers retained possession. But back to Nunn, he, he was, you know, in there mixing it up. A small guy, you know, only got a couple shots up, but uh, he impacted the game in more ways than just through his shooting tonight, which was nice. And, um, you know, play some decent defense. He's just, he's pretty small. doesn't navigate ball screens uh, at a great level where he can get back pressure just because of his height. But uh, we saw, what, 10 Lakers play, and many of them had good games. A couple of them didn't. But we saw the Lakers lean on the guys who were playing well, make adjustments, and it, it worked out really well. So that's all I've got for you. Get in there for those playback streams. They're so much fun. Uh, we can't make the game good. Thankfully, the games have been good recently. But even when we can't make them good, we'll make them a little bit better. Got fun guests, fun conversations, breaking down the X's and O's, all that good stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, you'll like the playback streams. I, I promise. It's it's you know it's this, but we're able to watch a game together. It's a fun hangout spot. So playback.tv slash slash Lakers watch party. Um, I tweet about it all the time. So go check that out. We have the next game up against the Clippers. Got to show them show him whose city it is. I know LA. Uh, the Clippers have been doing pretty well in that rivalry recently in recent years, but Lakers have a good shot here. So keep, let's keep the momentum rolling. Lakers are a few ref blown calls away from in a much being in a much better spot in the standings here. Those margins matter, and we're seeing them improve at the margins. And uh, go check out the last pod that I put up today if you haven't already. We'll be back with you soon. Thank you for joining. Shout out to everyone in the Discord. We'll see you next time. Good night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.